Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. I did a video not so long ago about the new digital license plates on the horizon. And I, I was laughing about it because it seems to me that that's just a bit too much. Uh, license plates are pretty simple. They've only got one job. And do we really need to have them digitized? Do we need to have them made electric and somehow interconnected with all things uh, and, and it seems to me that this is somebody trying to solve a problem that really doesn't exist. And I will admit, I had not stopped to think that much about all of the problems they'd present, but I suspected it would present some problems because when you overcomplicate things, you often create problems. So I had a whole bunch of people send me updates on this one because it's been widely reported that hackers have gained access to California's digital license plates. So the digital license plates, I believe, are legal in two or three states. California's one of them. You buy this plate, it's really expensive, but it does all kinds of cool stuff, and it's, it's digital. And, and so, <laughs> turns out it didn't take long for hackers to figure this out. Web developers have exposed weaknesses that could have compromised real-time location tracking and private ownership info. Autoweek.com is the version I'm going with, although widely reported Emmett White wrote this version. And you have to understand, nobody got hurt that we know of with this hack. Somebody did this hack just to show it could be done, and then they let people know and said, hey, this is what we did, here's how we did it, this is a flaw that needs to be fixed. So they have exposed a flaw that got fixed. And some people are going to say, you know something, the flaw has been fixed, no harm, no foul. Well, it kind of shows you, though, the danger, like I said, of overcomplicating something that was quite simple to begin with. So do we really need a more advanced license plate than a chunk of metal? We don't know. At least three states in the U.S. have said that we could go with digital license plates. California is one such adopter, following Arizona, Michigan, and Texas in launching its own digital license plate program in October of 2022. Residents should think twice before opting into the new technology. And I have not seen any digital plates here yet, so we'll see. But a team of web security researchers found weaknesses in the software built into the plates being used in California. And the company is leading the push for digital plates. That one is. But they're the ones who got hacked. So thanks to the SIM card found in the plates, these web security experts were able to easily get into the administrative back end of the company and then poke around in there. The team explained their hacking process in a thoroughly technical blog post, which I actually started to read and I got a headache. And so I stopped reading it. I don't need to give myself headaches. So the developer jargon does not mean much to the average car owner. It's clear just how vulnerable these plates can be, however. Once the team established access, they could see the details of the user's account, including the vehicle type and the address of where the person lived. Every vehicle with these plates could then also be tracked by GPS in real time. And the hackers could change or add slogans to the plate so they could get in there and change what the plate said. <laughs> Additionally, the security function of the plates that label the car as stolen could be abused, allowing hackers to mislabel the vehicle as stolen at a moment's notice, or presumably if it was actually stolen, to change it to being unstolen. Now, fleet management functions were also easy targets with the hackers able to locate and manage all vehicles 
across a number of company fleets. This could become problematic for vehicles bearing dealer tags as the hackers could easily wipe those identifications away. One of the most glaring issues found in the investigation was that consumer and commercial tags could be simply deleted by bad actors. Say, go in and delete the information and blank it out, and now what do you got? So since the post went live January 3rd, the company has subsequently patched the issues and released a statement on this. We are proud of our team's quick response, which patched our application in under 24 hours and took further measures to prevent this from occurring in the future. Our investigation confirmed that this potential vulnerability has not been misused. Customer information has not been affected. There's no evidence of ongoing risk related to this report. Now, privacy advocates, such as the Electronic Frontier Foundation, expressed concerns about the security lapse in addition to the unclear destination and duration of the data accumulated by the company. They're based in Granite Bay, California, and they said that it does not share data with law enforcement, the DMV, or any third-party organizations, and previously claimed that it uses the same security standards that banks use. They were founded in 2009. They put their first prototypes on the road in 2015, and in 2017 had their first 1,000 digital plates in operation. In California, their program started with 175,000 digital plates. Now, the team of web security researchers doing these hacking probes in good faith, the company's learned a valuable lesson in cybersecurity, and at least for now, no harm has been done to the computer base or anything like that. But the breach exposes the unique weaknesses of the digital license plate, such as someone could have made the plate display something offensive, and you might not notice. People behind you would notice, but you might not notice. Time will tell if consumers adopt the digital plate more widely, as the states that have adopted it say it gives car owners more of a choice and makes registration easier. But the possibility for increased headaches could sway owners to stick with the classic stamped aluminum. And here's the thing. Somebody's going to go, you know something? They hacked into this system and got access to all the information about the plate owner. Well, they could have hacked into the state's database and gotten all the same information. It's just sitting on a privately owned company computer versus a state-owned state computer. What's the difference? Well, the big difference to me appears to be that not only is it information there, but the license plate tracking information is a new twist. So right now, if you hack into the database in Lansing that has the data for the plates back there that are active in Michigan, uh, it's not going to tell you where that car is right now. That's 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 a security breach, okay? And second of all, uh, if I have that plate on my car and you hack into Lansing's database and find out information about me, you can't change what that plate says. And getting back to what the license plate actually does, okay? The old joke is you got one job. And this is really one of the simplest things out there that has remained unchanged for decades, primarily because there's no need to change it. Some things just work. And a license plate works. I understand somebody can come by and steal my license plate. I understand that. Theoretically, that's a problem. Anybody with a screwdriver can steal a license plate. Okay, But do we really need the license plate to be tracking where we're going? Do we really need the ability to change the slogan at the bottom? Do we, do, do we, I don't know. Do we really need that stuff? And when I looked at how much these things cost 
suddenly I realize, oh, <laughs> on a cost-benefit analysis, no. Now, if you want one, and if you're one of these people who loves to have the latest gadgets, okay, and if this license plate to you is a cool gadget, go ahead and get one. Spend a bunch of money on it. But keep in mind that there is more information attached to that plate that's being beamed someplace that somebody else might have access to. And that's what I don't like about it. But like I said, I remember when I first did the story about this, and I thought to myself, okay, wait a second. I can buy a personalized plate that becomes a little inside joke. People see my plate and they know what it means. They get the joke. If they don't, they can ask me. People ask me all the time. And so that's fine. But beyond that, what else do I need? Now, could I change the slogan underneath the license plate numbers and letters? I guess I could. Do I really care enough to do that, to pay all the money for a digital plate? No. <laughs> no, I don't. And I understand if you have a half a million dollar supercar, you hate to put a tag on it that looks ugly and you want to buy the best plate you can, I guess you can go ahead and do that. But again, like I said, it's cost-benefit. And one of the costs might be, might be, that that plate is gathering and transmitting information about you which you hope somebody's keeping secure. And that's one of the other problems we always have is that we always assume that all our information is going to be handled properly by all the people who have it. And look at how many times we've been disappointed by that in the past. Many, many times we've been disappointed. So do I trust the government with my information? Yes and no. I mean, I understand that occasionally they screw up. But do I trust a private company with my information? Not as much as I trust the government, believe it or not. So there's the thing. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But my concern is that we all know how this thing works. It's spy versus spy with the computer companies and the hackers. And I doubt this is the first time I'm going to hear about digital license plates being hacked. And the good news is this time they announced and said, here's what we did, fix it. And they fixed it. But is that the end of it? I don't know. We'll have to see about that. So... That's a story from autoweek.com. A lot of people sent me this. I'm still not persuaded to get a digital plate. <laughs> Although, I'm going to make the announcement right now. Um, I've ordered another car. Haven't got it yet. It's in the pipeline. I should have it in June. Between now and June, I'll tell you more about the car. But I wanted to come up with the, I, the idea for the vanity plate, the, the personalized plate going to go on the car. I needed something good, and I came up with it the other day. So... In a very, very near episode, I'm going to talk about the car I ordered, when it'll get here, and what plate I'm putting on it. <laughs> and I'll shoot some videos about the car itself. But it will not have a digital plate. It's just going to have a good old metal plate made by the state of Michigan. So there you go. Autoweek.com. Emmett White wrote the story. Hackers gained access to California's digital license plates. Makes a lot of people wonder. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. An optimist is one who believes a housefly is looking for a way to get out.